right, everybody, welcome back here. A little special edition Georgia Tech preview of Sons of Saturday. It's Thursday evening. Bill and I are watching the uh, the Carolina Pitt game. Pitt's got a 27-24 lead. We'll see if they hold on to it. But, um, yeah, quick shout-out. That intro song there, the 555, is, uh, is a band based out of Washington, D.C. metro area. And they got a couple Hokies in that band. So big shout-out to Colin Steves. Uh, good buddy. Um, and uh, thanks for letting us use some of your songs. Uh, you guys are super talented. Go on Spotify. Go on YouTube. Check out The 555 because um, they're awesome. That song is called The Edge. 555. So it's not 555 right now. It's actually uh, it's later in the evening. But it's also not Chop Block O'Clock. Thank God. Thank goodness. So Paul Johnson is no longer the coach. The triple option will not be seen on Saturday, hopefully. And all of the knees of defensive linemen from Virginia Tech are rejoicing. We won't have to uh, have ice baths ice baths for uh, for two weeks after this game, which is great. Coach Collins is in town. It's been a roller coaster for Georgia Tech this year. But, uh, Bill, how are we feeling about this game? What, what are you doing for the game? What am I doing for the game? I will be there in force with the rest of Hokie Nation. Uh, they are fired up. The love that we have received on the who is going down there. Uh, Twitter question has been awesome. There's going to be a big-time tailgate before the game that I'm really looking forward to. Shout out to the Atlanta Hokie Club. They're putting on a great event, which I'm really excited for. Uh, it seems join like the Hokie Club. 100% join the Hokie Club. Also, for the first time, before we get into the thread, I will be meeting John LaRock, a huge friend of the podcast and Twitter thread extraordinaire. Pat, talk to me about this thread. It was an all-timer. <laughs> Definitely an all-timer. If you don't follow the guy, you need to follow John on Twitter. So uh, before every big game versus an ACC opponent, he will uh, post some highlights um, in a Twitter thread based on um, you know victories over uh, over these opponents. So, for instance, with the Georgia Tech thread, we're seeing a lot of Logan Thomas thread the needle to Danny Cole or Dimitri Knowles busting through the line as the Logan motive. Uh, you know, you see a lot of David Wilson um, toasting defenders down the sideline. You see a lot of Kyle Fuller jumping over the lines and high-fiving officials. Uh, so definitely give uh, give John a follow. Check out his threads uh, before big ACC games because definitely provide a lot of entertainment. But uh, yeah, John kind of sparked a, a good conversation here. Would love to go down memory lane a little bit here. Um Highlight some of our uh, more memorable memorable games against Georgia Tech over the last uh, decade and a half since we've been ACC foes. If you look at Wikipedia, there's actually a Wikipedia page for the Georgia Tech-Virginia Tech rivalry. Uh, the Battle of the Techs, the Tech Mobile, uh, flipping between Blacksburg and Atlanta every year since 2004. Um, big fun fact about this rivalry, from 2005 which was the first year of divisional play in the ACC, until 2011, so all seven games, the winner of the game between Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech won the Coastal Division every single year. So they were the representative from the Coastal. Uh, Within those seven games, Virginia Tech won uh, five, Georgia Tech won two. So definitely was uh, a lot at stake earlier, uh, you know, earlier this decade and uh, in the 2000s. But... um, 
a lot a lot of good memories from playing Georgia Tech. Uh, career, uh, you know, I guess career records. Virginia Tech is nine and seven against the Jackets. Uh, they are unfortunately on a three-game losing streak. A um, couple athletes from Georgia Tech that come to mind uh, right away from this series. Uh, Jonathan Dwyer, Stephen Hill, Morgan Burnett, Reggie Ball, uh, Demarius Thomas, Calvin Johnson, of course. Uh, Jeremy Atauchu, who is famous uh, for his punching of Logan Thomas in the head uh, in that 2011 game. But yeah, just a couple highlights. Run down the list real quick. Uh, first game in the ACC, Brian Randall leads the comeback in Atlanta with Mike Tirico on the call and that dart to Eddie Royal. Goes from sideline to sideline. 2005, college game day comes to town. We smoke the Jackets 51-7 to at home. Orange effect. I think there was a, a blocked punt or two returned from a, a touchdown that game. Um, let's see. Oh, the Halloween game. November 1st, 2007. Brandon Flowers, Sean Glennon, Tyrod, and Cam Chancellor get their jerseys stolen from Georgia Tech students. Um, so we have to find some makeshift uniforms from Georgia Tech, scribble out the Russell Athletic, scribble on the Nike swoosh, and uh, the Hokies showed out. Sean Glennon played one of his best games of his career in a Georgia Tech jersey. Kind of funny. <laughs> also, side note, if you know the backstory of those jerseys getting stolen, I've, I think I've seen an article about it. I think I've seen it on Twitter. Uh, reach out to us. Share it with us because I think uh, I think it's come full circle where Hokies have kind of re-relocated those jerseys. Um, 2010, David Wilson takes that ball the whole way at the end of the game. Uh, we are staring over overtime in the face. It's a Thursday night. We got Reese Davis, uh, Jesse Palmer on the call, and David Wilson takes a kick return to the house. Hookies win 28-21 in the waning moments of the game. Uh, Logan Thomas's best performance, in my opinion, uh, 2011 in Atlanta. He absolutely balls out. Hokies win 37-26, has a couple touchdown passes to uh, Danny Cole, Jared Boykin. David Wilson has a great game. Uh, September 3rd, 2012, Labor Day night. Orange Effect was there senior year of high school, um, and it was my first time ever going to a game uh, standing in the north end zone. Mm. Cody Janelle kicks it through uh, 20-17, first ever o- overtime game in Lane Stadium. So a thriller there. And then I mentioned Kyle Fuller's legendary night, jumping over the line, Brendan Faison making impossible interceptions in the 2013 matchup. Hokie Stone helmets make their debut. Uh, some people loved them. Some people didn't. I won't say who didn't. Uh, he might be the other guy on this podcast. That would be me. <laughs> and then uh, 2015, Motua Puaka with the long hair. Oh, completely destroys their back in the backfield. How did he not fumble? And, uh, Big ups to the running back for finding a way to hold on to that ball. He hit him as soon as the ball arrived, and uh, yes. great job by the running back. Very solid ball security there. But, um, yeah, 23-21 to 21 victory. Isaiah Ford has a very nice touchdown catch, catch in the corner. What do we call him? The Dab Daddy. Dab Daddy. He does the cool dab back when the dab was cool. I still think it is cool. I still do it every day when I wake up. We're old, Pat. Um, okay, never mind. I don't do that. But, uh, yeah, the last three games we have lost to Georgia Tech. Uh, most notably, last year they absolutely rolled over us 49-28. to 28. Oh, uh, Sean Savoy catches the ball off his 
or I guess doesn't catch it off of his face mask. He plays defense and, now at uh, Maryland. Fun fact. He does play defense now at Maryland. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, Georgia Tech is sour. Georgia Tech is very sour. Coach Fuente has never beaten Georgia Tech. And uh, hopefully we'll change that on Saturday. But In, um, in BDR terms, Pat, uh, Georgia Tech has certainly been a pain point for the Virginia Tech football Hokies team here. And very important game here uh, on Saturday. Very important. So let's, let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about their, their team. Let's talk about their offense. Bill. James Graham. James Graham has thrown for 952 yards this season. He has started every game for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Ryan Willis has started four games for the Virginia Tech Hokies and has accumulated for 906 yards of passing. Take that as you will. James Graham has a QBR (laughs) of 29. That is out of 100, Patrick and listeners. That is not... Not very good. Now, things that James Graham does well. James Graham rolls out left and is a righty quarterback, which is one of the ugliest things of all time to watch. However, it's a pretty effective play. He does a good job of extending plays. He's a pretty good runner. Um, Very much so like a, a running back playing quarterback. Think of like not even a Costco brand. Think of like a Sunoco gas station brand, Denard Robinson, maybe. Um, that's maybe the comparison that we can draw. But yeah, not a very effective offense. The highlight of the offense, if you will, and it is a highlight, the sixth leading rusher in the S- in the ACC, Jordan Mason. The kid's awesome. 5.6 yards per carry, 79.6 yards per game. He's going to be the focal point of the defense Um, you shut him down, you shut the entire team down. And again, needs to be mentioned, James Graham, a freshman going against Mr. Foster and his final farewell season. So, uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Fun fact about James Graham or Mr. Graham, uh, was a Virginia tech commit, uh, within the 2018 recruiting cycle. And, uh, we kind of told him, Hey man, you're probably not going to play quarterback here. You're probably going to play running back or a, or a different position. He didn't and, like it. Uh, that's where that's where James decided that Virginia Tech was not his preferentiary uh, destination. Decommitted, uh, committed to Georgia Tech on the 22nd of December in 2017. Here he is as their starting quarterback a couple of years later uh, with Coach Collins. So uh, a couple other tidbits for you about the Georgia Tech um, offense here, they are averaging 18.3 points per contest. The only team in the ACC averaging less than 20. Yes, that's not very good. Um, as far as their uh, scoring defense, they are giving up uh, 29.6 points a game. So, uh, you know, roughly losing each game on a 11-point uh, margin there. Um, but some other tidbits about um, their offense. We we watched the uh, the condensed game of the Virginia game. Very hard fought game by both teams last yes. week. Uh, Virginia came up on top, thirty three to twenty eight, in front of a lot of metal bleachers there at Scott Stadium. 
um, for for their historic 2019 season. A lot of uh, a lot of empty seats. Beside the point. With that said, uh, you know, this guy uh, James Graham makes a lot of plays with his feet. Can extend plays. Um, their offensive line is not great. Um, definitely better in the run game than the pass protection game. Um, and then they're, they don't really have many receivers that pose a, uh, a long threat as well. Uh, it looks like Graham was picking on UVA's DBs last week. UVA is severely banged up at the defensive back position, but uh, the way that we match up defensively uh, in, our, in our secondary should uh, really not be too much of a challenge uh, with Georgia Tech, especially after uh, last week against the likes of um, Sage Surratt, um, as well as uh, Kendall Hinton from Wake Forest, the two top receivers uh, in the league this year. Jeff Collins, the head coach of Georgia Tech, in case you're unfamiliar, came from the University of Temple, uh, replacing quasi-replacing with Ed Foley, Matt Rule who is currently at Baylor doing an unbelievable job, um, who predis- who came after Al Golden. A lot of coaching stuff going on here in Temple. But he came over to Georgia Tech, is really excited to have the job. I think he is uh, – I like him. I'm a big fan. He seems like a player's coach, uh, doing a great job in recruiting. Georgia Tech is top five in that category. Um, one nitpick here for Coach Collins and nitpick for Georgia Tech in general. Georgia Tech – was on the road last week playing in Charlottesville, which means they were not playing in Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech also decided to resod their field this week, which we talk about preferentiary. That is certainly not preferentiary, and I found this out. In work, my coworkers are talking about, oh, DeAndre Swift, there's no way he can play against Georgia Tech because they resounded their field and we don't want his ankles to get hurt. So I take my headphones off in the middle of my BDR call blitz and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean DeAndre Swift doesn't need to play? What's the problem? They're like, well, they resounded the field. I'm like, oh, what are, they, are they doing that before the game? They're like, no, they did it this week. I'm like, that's not cool. So I go ahead, get on the Twitter machine, see what's going on. They literally completely resodded the field. It looks horrible. I'm complaining about it. So I'm like, I need to go to Georgia Tech's Twitter account and see what the hell is going on. Not only did they resod it, but they doubled down on how great the playing uh, surface is. You got Jeff Collins up there in his press conference. They're obviously not a very good football team, so they don't want to talk about football. So they decide to talk about the resodding of the field. He says, and I quote, Bobby Dodd Stadium, the quote starts now, has to be one of the best surfaces in college football. This is the content being churned out by the Georgia Tech people talking about our grass rocks. Your grass is horrible and your football team is not good, and this is the tweet that you put out. I would be a very upset, rambling wreck fanatic if this is the type of content I saw in my timeline. So not not loving the playing surface, not loving the braggadociousness of the playing surface. Go ahead, Pat. So, uh, so Mr. Graham, um, I see you have decommitted from Virginia Tech and committed to Georgia Tech. What was your reasoning of this uh, this revelation? Uh, you know, I I saw what they had going down with the uh, the sod, and I said, 
man, this Coach Collins guy has got it figured out, man. <laughs> I was walking around there barefoot, and that is it's spongy. It's really green. And, I mean, I agree with him. It's got to be one of the best playing services in college football. So, I mean, the, the players are buying into the sod. Coach Collins is really preaching the sod culture. And, I mean, Bill, you know, sh- should you score any field passes, you got to get down there and let me know how it is. I'm going to need to get a, a, a foot feel from the uh, from the field there. I will say the weather in Atlanta, if you're interested, it has been it's been very cold. I'm not sure if, uh, how many of, of our listeners are in the southeast. It was snowing in Nashville. Uh, it was down to 21 degrees here in Atlanta. This is all during the resod process. Had some rain today. I'm not a plantologist. I don't know if that helps the resodding uh, procedure here. Um, but you know enough about the grass. I don't know if it's Bermuda or whatever. I don't know much about grass. What I do know is that I am expecting a staple game from the Foster defense this weekend. If there is going to be a shutout in 2019, I would love to see it here at Bobby Dodd. I am all in on that. I I think we're going to see a lot of sod Georgia Tech fans leaving the stadium. Um, because I, I completely agree. Their quarterback can't do much. Our run defense is outstanding this year, uh, especially the last three or four games. Our rush defense has been phenomenal. And then, um, you know, if, if you want to flip over to the defensive side of the ball, uh, Bryce Perkins tore up these guys, tore up. And I, and I know Bryce Perkins is very talented, uh, he poses the the running threat, but he was also carving them up like a Christmas ham uh, with with screen passes, uh, with slants, uh, with post routes. Like their DBs are not very skillful, their linebackers are not very skillful, their defensive line is second to last in the ACC in sacks. They have fifteen sacks in nine games. Pat, when we were watching um, the when we were watching the condensed game, this team also does not tackle. This team is one of the worst. They look like us last year. They cannot tackle. Them trying to tackle Bryce Perkins was like, oh man, I wish Grayson was here because he would definitely give us like a very good <laughs> metaphor or simile <laughs> or figure of speech of what it was like seeing these guys whiff on. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Um, so the defense has issues too. And now we, let's talk about their special, their special teams. The highlight of the team. The highlight of the team of Georgia Tech might be their special teams punting unit. Their punt coverage team, uh, just from watching this condensed game, laying people out. Mm -hmm. Number 25 was laying people out. Uh, coffin corner punts. Yep. Down to inside the 20. You know, these guys are relentless. And the thing is, that's a good thing for Georgia Tech because they are going to be on the field every single drive after their three and outs. <laughs> so we're going to see a lot of them. Another fun fact about Georgia Tech and their special teams. Georgia Tech has three field goals the entire season. How is that possible? Let that... 
Let that sink in. Can you repeat they that? They have. Let me repeat that. They have three field goals all season long, and they have 22 touchdowns. This is through nine games. Long. Three field goals through nine games. They've attempted seven field goals. They are three for seven, so that might explain a lot of it. They're in the red zone. You know what? Maybe Paul Johnson is the coach because they might be going it for going for it on fourth down because their kicker is no bueno. Do so, you know how Paul Johnson strange. is not the coach, though? You know that Paul Johnson is not the coach because Georgia Tech is dead last in the Atlantic Coast Conference in time of possession. Did you hear that? That that was my mind exploding. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game, guys. Like. Their offense isn't good. Their defense isn't good. Their special teams is sus. You know, very sus, suspect uh, for the uh, the older crowd. So we'll see. I think after last week, there's a ton of momentum. Uh, it looks like Pittsburgh's going to win uh, against Carolina here. Um, so honestly, this Georgia Tech game. Uh, in the wins and loss column actually does not matter because our wins over UVA and Pittsburgh, we're going to have to win both of those since Pitt uh, looks like they're going to beat Carolina here. Obviously, they're still in overtime. But um, Hendon Hooker's awesome. Our defense is going to crush these guys, and our special teams is going to crush them. Like, I don't see any other way. I see a 15 to 20 plus point win for us. Talk about the Vegas disrespect and, you know, tell me your thoughts, like your initial thoughts on this game. Because I'm super confident, but yes. that's how I always am. I, as am I. I will say we would be remiss if we, didn't, uh, if we didn't address that Georgia Tech has a running back. His name is Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason is the sixth leading rusher in the ACC, averaging 5.6 yards per clip and 80 yards per game. So he is going to be the bell cow. If they can't get anything going with the quarterback, like they have not been able to get anything going the entire year, he is going to be seeing the ball a lot. Um, so he is probably going to be the focal point here um, all week in practice. The Vegas disrespect. Little history here. Versus Miami, a game in which Georgia Tech won, by the way, in Miami Gardens. Georgia Tech went into the game as 18.5-point underdogs versus Virginia, a game that Virginia won by five, I believe, 33-28. to 28. Um, UVA was 16-point favorites. Now, I don't know if Vegas is like, you know what, guys? Like, maybe we're wrong on Georgia Tech. Maybe we need to you know, give them a little more credit. Um, but Virginia Tech is trotting in here, head held high, Riding the, the, the coattails of Bud Foster into the end of the season and is getting six points. And what's even worse than that, or is laying six, which is even worse than that, is the over-under is at 51. Which means you're trying to tell me that Georgia Tech is going to dial up either their best field goal game or score multiple touchdowns and uh, pretty much be in a shootout here. And that's not what I see happening. It's going to be sunny and 58 in Atlanta. Uh, that is what Ooh. the weatherman says. It's going to be a nice day. I may be uh, going shirtless with some body paint. Definitely not doing that. But I will be there <laughs> looking forward to the game. Pat, speaking of which, where art thou consuming 
this footballer footballery. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going down to the 804. Shout out, <clears throat> big shout out to Richmond. Running the uh, Richmond half half marathon, uh, the VCU Richmond half marathon on Saturday uh, in the morning. They actually, gonna be rocking my Sons of Saturday T-shirt, brand new. Is that uh, a long sleeve guys, hat? Oh, long sleeve T-shirt. It's on the store. Where's the store? Uh, Where online? can I get this? Sonsofsaturday.com. Oh my! Dial up. Dial it up on the iPhone on Safari. Dial it up on uh, on your Google Chrome, sonsofsaturday.com. We got T-shirts. We got Bud Foster buttons. Which I just got. got. They look unbelievable. We have T-shirts. We're dropping hoodies very soon. Stickers for your laptop. If you're one of those people who like to put um, you know, sticker tattoos all over your laptop, we offer those as well. And constantly looking for suggestions. Folks, tell us what you want. We will provide it. Please, please let us know. Yeah, crew necks, trucker hats, long sleeve tees. We're 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 gonna unload a whole catalog. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're just getting started here. It's on Saturday, but um, anywho, going down to Richmond. Uh, Bryce Chalkley, great friend of mine. Section five shout out mm. uh, engagement party on Saturday as well. We'll be watching with him and Macy and Dave and all the gang. It's going to be great. Hokie um, and, students, and, I got to ask you. We're expecting you to show out against Pittsburgh. We will be there. We're looking forward to it. If you're not traveling to Atlanta, one would ask, but Bill. Where? Where, where are you watching the game? Where do I consume this footballery? Where do I go? There is only one answer. As to where you should go to watch this game, and that is where good friends go. That is Sharky's, the official place of the Suns. This is where we consumed our footballery years ago. This is where we wish we could consume our footballery. This is where you go. Pat, talk to me about Sharky's. Fun fact about Sharky's on Main Street, on the corner. Uh, myself, Bill Grayson... First time we were ever in the same place, all three of us together. Sharky's Wings and Rib Joint. This was uh, homecoming weekend about a month ago. What is? Did you the, know that, Bill? I did know that. The first time in the history of the Sons of Saturday, we had recorded podcasts and you had consumed that content. If you're an OG OG, you had consumed content from three parties that had never been in the same zip code knowing one another we then came together under the same roof hugged and had irish car bombs which are the signature of any first drink with uh with bill wherever we go we did it in uh we did it in south bend as well um so that is the signature um what is the go-to get at sharky's here i'm gonna give you mine Skinny Bill, when we were doing the Skinny Bill thing, which is still a WIP work in progress, it was the buffalo chicken salad. Their salads are enormous, but any other time we're not doing the Skinny Bill thing, you got to just get the buffalo uh, buffalo ranch wings. Obviously bone in. Obviously with the tin to throw them in. There you can't miss. Love that. Love that, Skinny Bill. Skinny Pat. Actually, I've, I've had a Sharky salad before. I... Fun fact, my 24th birthday last fall was celebrated the day after the UVA game 
at the Radford Sharkies with my friends. And I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I got a salad that day. But uh, my go-to at Sharkies, I crush those burgers, man. Oh, the Krabby Patty. Uh, the Krabby Patty, the California burger. Uh, those fries are phenomenal. Oh. And then, you know, you, you, if you're at Sharky's, you know what you got to get. You got to get the Long Islands or you got to get the $2 doubles. Absolutely. I mean, it, the list goes on, and I can't wait to get back there. Shout out my but, guy, Kyle Spatz, working the taps. Love you, Kyle. Um, Sharky's, the official place of the Suns. Really excited about this. We got we're gonna have some giveaways coming up. Sharky's uh, Sharky's gift cards, also a hot commodity. We're working on some. You know, you go to Sharky's. There are no tables available. Ah, I just need a table. I want to sit with my boys. Nope. We're gonna find a way to get your reserved table. Those are in the works. Stay tuned. That's gonna be huge. We're looking forward to that as well. So, uh, Hokies, check out Sharky's. Um, other than that. Score predictions. Let's lay it out there. Dude, would you like me to go first, Paticus? Yes, sir. Do the honors. I am going to go with 24-3. to three. Georgia Tech, in stunning fashion, makes a field goal to bring it to four. Virginia Tech scores 24. The wide receivers go crazy. I think we're waiting for a breakout game from the wide receivers. Would love to see Hazleton and Turner go off. I am really looking forward to Sweet Feet Tay returning punts this week. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that either. Um, Hokies win. Multiple scores. I love the uh, the Sweet Feet Tay prediction. Uh, I am beaten to the same drum as you, Bill. I think uh, I think we're gonna win this one, thirty-one to seven. Um, I don't see them scoring more than one time. I was thinking, well, maybe you know, maybe thirty-one to ten. Well, they only have three field goals on the year, Ugh. so <laughs> they're not attempting any field goals against us. Um, thirty-one to seven. Expect a huge game from Hazelton because he didn't have a touchdown last week. Expect another awesome game from Hooker. Uh, the defense is just going to be a joy to watch. I'm really excited there. Um, maybe we'll have a huge halftime lead, and then we'll rest some guys for Pittsburgh. But uh, I guess we'll see. But 31-7, book it. What do you think, Bill? I completely agree. As we come to a close here, um, we don't normally get to do this, so just wanted to give you a couple a couple tidbits here as uh, as we wrap here. Got to shout out J-Rob, 5, 25 points and 4 rebounds for the Capital City Go-Go. He's doing great. Um, Ahmed Hill with the Northern Arizona Suns, 16 points and 3 rebounds. Huge shout out to the FIBA Women Olympic Pre-Qualification Tournament, where Sammy Hill and Kia Nurse are both participating there. They're playing Cuba right now. Um, and also, we would be... Completely out of line if we didn't address Mike Young. The train is still rolling. It's awesome. Threes are draining everywhere. Virginia Tech is one of the best three-point uh, three-point defense defenses in the country. Uh, the show with Burnup and Lays has been excellent. A ton of fun to listen to. Pat, any shout-outs? Any 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 extra tidbits here? <laughs> oh yeah, I got some. Um... Big shout out to the women's soccer team, mm. Host, hosting 
NCAA tournament game on Friday. So uh, tomorrow, I guess this thing's going up, uh, going up Friday morning. Uh, Friday night, Xavier ranked number twenty-four at home, Thompson Field. Coach Chugger will have the girls ready. Uh, super psyched to hear uh, hear how far the uh, women's soccer team can go this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I gonna uh, retweet your Mike Young love love the popcorn. Listening to that guy on mm. Tech Talk Live is a treat. He is so good to lays and burn up. You know, addressing them by their first names uh, with with every uh, question. He's just he's so professional. He's such a Beamer and sneakers. I mean, it, it's 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 so accurate. He's the coach Beamer of basketball, and uh, the relationship that he's building with those players and uh, folks within this program, you can tell that he's he's a lifer and he's going to stay for a while and kick some butt like he's already doing. So I'm fired up about that. But uh, other than that, man, I don't I don't know if I have any shout outs right off the top of my head. But uh, if I think of anyone else, I'll save him for Sunday's episode. Really looking forward to it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. This was kind of a little test here, a little pilot. Um, you know how shows start on Netflix. The first episode's called Pilot. So please give us some feedback. What else would you like to hear? What other things would you like us to highlight? Help us get better. Help us bring a better product. Help us help you be informed. We hope you enjoyed it. Go tech. Beat tech. Let's get it done. Ryu, some-